Welcome everybody, this is Brian Clark, music with 5am motivation. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever, whenever this is blessing you, welcome. Uh, this is brought to you by today. This message is called Due Season. Due Season, I'm excited to bring you another visual today brought to you by, sponsored by 5am motivation. This was made for me by my wonderful, beautiful wife on our eighth anniversary, which was last month. She got this for me as a present because she is so supportive and very proud of what's going on and what's to become a 5am motivation. Uh, we have a couple other shirts that we've made and these will be brought to the public soon along with the rest of the Lyric Express gear. Um, in due time, we'll have those out. This message, due season. Look, the reason why I'm giving you these visuals, I need you to understand that with, with 5am motivation, um, it's all based off a of foundation of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And I can do motivations all day long, every day about how to grind, how to get up, how to, how to, how to go get it, how to make life work for you. But right now in these times with COVID-19, um, I need to alter my, my approach. And, and we need to think about, and I need to approach to you, bring my approach to you on my foundation, okay? That's what's important right now because we are out here right now dealing with a crisis. And the only way to beat that crisis is with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, our God, our Father, and the Scripture. So I'm going to be bringing these to you. And due season has been brought to me and put on my heart to talk about. So I've been studying it the last few, last actually the last week, been studying it and been dropping some hints here and there with my quotes throughout the week. And today I'm going to break it down. What due season actually means for you, for me, and for the world, for how and, and how we can use it in our lives. So let's get started. Due season. It's a timetable, okay, for every seed planted. So let's think about it this way. We have a garden in the back of our house, right? If we did, I don't, I don't garden, but I garden in God's kingdom. So going back to the garden, if we plant something, we expect for it to grow. Some vegetables will rise faster than others, okay? So think about it as I'm going through this an analogy of a garden, okay? So, we are going to plant seeds all the time while we're living on this earth, okay? It could be good seeds, it could be bad seeds, but we're planting seeds every day, all day. Sometimes due season means a quick return in good seeds from God, a quick return. You know, my kids, they we live in a world right now where everybody wants a quick return. Everybody wants everything to be accessible. All this technology that we have, it's making us make things more convenient, but sometimes it might make us a little lazy, but we want a quick return. But sometimes we'll get a slow return from God. You know, it might be years. You know, we might be planting seeds. We might be praying for something. We might be wanting something to happen for us. And it might take years for that to happen or a lifetime. For example, a lot of things that I was praying for or hoping to get in my 20s, I've now accomplished those things and been received and have received those things in my 30s. And I can only say that the reason why 
is because my faith and my relationship with Jesus has been prevalent in my 30s. I was a Christian in my 20s, but I wasn't as involved in the kingdom of God as I am in my 30s. So I'm a true believer of that. All right. So there's three things that we need to count on. God will cause harvest to come from our seeds. You know, he'll, he'll, he'll cause harvest to come from our seeds. What we plant will come in return. He's never too early and never too late. Okay. Just like the, uh, the song from Ja Rule. I'm not always there when you call, but I'm always on time. It's, it's I, I'm sure that's exactly where he got that line from because I know Jaru was big in the Bible, you know. His uh, he mentioned a lot of Bible references in his albums. So yeah, he's not always there when we call, but he is always on time. All right, with our best interests at heart every time. So harvest will have the same nature as our seeds sown. Harvest will have the same nature as our seeds sown. So if we're sowing good seeds, bringing good harvest, if we sow bad seeds, it's going to bring bad harvest. Our nature, what we're doing out here, you know, in this world, our natural, you know what I mean? So are you doing good? Are you laying good seeds? Or are you laying bad seeds? And our harvest is going to come about with seeds we sow. Okay? So it's important that we follow this. And it's important that we understand this. Okay? Because it's true. Think back on times in your life that you were being reckless or you weren't being obedient. Or, you know, you've lost faith or doubt. Or you were discouraged or down and didn't allow Jesus to be the driving force of what you were doing then you you made that switch and everything started to fall into place it's because you decided to start putting these seeds these good seeds into your harvest now it's a lifetime of seeds that you you're going to be harvesting every day you wake up you're planting seeds it's a lifetime it's, it's it's seed time it's seed faith okay so that's something that we have to understand now getting back on this bad seed stuff Hosea 8, chapter 8, and first in the uh, in the Old Testament states this. The seed of their wickedness will produce an, an abundant harvest of punishment. The seed of their wickedness will produce an abundant harvest of punishment. I mean, what more do, do we have to say? Let me break it down to you. I just watched the Tiger King. Everybody's been watching Tiger King. I mean, what is this Tiger King stuff? So I went on there and I checked it out, Tiger King. And as I was studying due season, okay, in due season, part of it is, is that we have to wait on when Jesus is going to give us our return, okay? There's another part of it too, and I'll get to later. But as I was watching Tiger King, I couldn't help just to feel sorry for him personally because he lost his way. And then as I was, I think it was no coincidence that I was studying this and, and I was watching this because it's very relatable because he was planting a lot of bad seeds into his, into his harvest. 
and he was getting in return what his nature was giving to the world. And he was bringing a lot of bad people into his life. He, he was he was driven and determined to take down another human being instead of just being focused on his mission for what God had put him there to do. And he got twisted and off track of what his purpose really was. And ultimately, those bad seeds and those bad people that he's putting in his life brought him down. Now he's serving a sentence in prison. Now, I'm not saying whether you're a believer or non-believer or whether that's going to go to that extent. I'm not saying that that's going to happen. I'm just using that as an example, okay? So maybe your situation is not up there like his, but it might be down here, you know? So it's all relative, right? But just for the sake of an example, that's what that verse is saying. The seed of their wickedness will produce an abundant harvest of punishment. So make sure that we're planting those good seeds. Now, if a bad seed, this is what I don't understand. Things are bad are happening right now and we're all praying, we're all coming together, which is great. But I wanna encourage everybody, when this is done, keep that same energy, okay? Keep praying, keep, keep I, I challenge you all to do that. So if a bad seed can be produced, can produce punishment and we see it, like Tiger King, we watched it, we watched him fall because we see it happening. Just think if we live by faith and not by sight. Because by sight, you know, we see things, you know, we witness what comes from the bad seating, but think what could come from the good seating. You know what comes from the good seating? God's mightiness, God's power, God's love. Okay, that's what comes from the seating. So by faith, you may have to wait a little bit, due season. Okay, might not come right on the return, but I'm gonna tell you by sight, if you're living by sight and living close to the devil, the wickedness, and taking from this world all the temptation, it will bring you down quickly. Okay, you will fall victim to it, and those seeds that you plant are bad. And you will be just like that verse, an abundant harvest of punishment. All right. So it's important, you know, that going back to the top, harvest will have the same nature as the seeds we sow. We sow. So sow the good seeds. All right. You reap what you sow. We've all heard of that saying. You reap what you sow. Sowing in the evil, the flesh. Okay. You reap a whirlwind. A whirlwind blank. A whirlwind of what? When I think of whirlwind, I think of a tornado. And I don't and I live in Iowa, so I know I don't like tornadoes, alright? But sowing to the spirit, our, our our supernatural self, not our natural self, okay? Make room for God's God's almightiness. Okay? Make room for miracles, make room for return, make room for living in heaven on earth and shielding away all what's bad around you. It's important, people. It's very important. Now, going back to the second part of due, due season, what does it all mean? So when you plant a seed, it's growing time. So what do we do when we're waiting for our seed to grow? 
There's three things that we need to do. First off, refuse to become discouraged. And this is what happens. A lot of people will have bad things happen in their life. You know, non-believers. Oh, see, this is why I don't believe in God. Believers, you start to doubt him. And you start to push him away. And all he wants you to do is to trust him. And believe in him and just know that he's got your back. Okay? That he, he hears your prayers and he hears your answers. You know, he hears what it is that you're trying to say. But due season, it's not always going to come when you want it to come. Don't become discouraged. All right? Determine to keep our faith alive and active during the growing season. All right? So I'm in, I'm in sales. This is a good way to explain it. Every day I have to go at it. Although if I don't sell a vehicle, I don't get paid. All right. So I always have to be active. I have to always be active, alive. Okay. My heartbeat, my my drive. Even when it's slow, we, we have a saying in the car sales, activity breeds act, uh, activity breeds activity. So I gotta keep keep making calls, keep trying to because if I just sit there, I'm gonna get my nature of sitting there. I'm going to get that back. I'm not going to get anything in return. But if I'm active, okay, I'm due at some point to get a lead, to get a car sale. So it's the same thing. You have to stay active, even though the things you might be praying for, you might be praying to get that, that record label. You might be praying to get that record deal. You might be praying to get that promotion, you know, praying to get, you know, that, uh, to, for the, to, to be pregnant, you know, to, to get married, whatever it is, you have to stay active in your faith. Because as soon as you turn your faith off, then you open up for bad seeds to be sown. Okay? Now, the assignment is due. That's the other part of due season. This is your part of the assignment. You have to get up every morning, be responsible to have a relationship with him. He's here. He's in us. We have to go to him, activate him, pray with him, be in his kingdom. Okay? That's what we have to do. Now, most important, number three, give and keep giving on into his kingdom. Okay? When you're living with him, you got to keep giving, waking up, praying, studying the word, being one with him, meditating, devotion. I called my cousin the other day. What are you doing? Oh, you caught me doing my devotion. Okay. Uh, proclaiming, being an evangelist. Okay. Um, letting people sharing the word. All right. You know, what's funny is we hide behind too much. It's okay to say you love him. It's okay to, to, to be vulnerable when it comes to him. You know, social media, I think it's funny. I don't really care, but I just think it's funny. But it's like I can post something about my family or post something about my music or post something about, you know, something funny and I'll get all kinds of likes. But I'll post something about about this stuff. And I know people see it, but they don't want to stand. Be and I know they believe it, but they don't want to stand behind and hit that like button. That's that's what's wrong. With, and I just scrolled past and somebody posted something that was like, hey, I know you're not going to like. Oh, yeah, it was people praying outside their cars. A bunch of cars that everybody got out and was, was praising. And it was like, oh, since this is not a meme, I know you're not going to like and share. And I started laughing because it's so true. Get behind him. 
stand beside him. We're supposed to stand on the right side of him on the throne. The Jesus is standing on the side of God right now on the throne. We want to be up there. Don't be afraid, okay? So most important, keep giving, keep loving, and keep loving, and keep loving, and keep loving, all right? This is my way of showing love, all right? And know his harvest is guaranteed. It's guaranteed because guess what? The ultimate harvest is his promise, his salvation of going to heaven. It may take a lifetime. Remember I said that? Continue in an attitude of expectancy. I have drive. My mom always told me you have drive. I'm still on this music tip because I expect to have it heard. I'm using the talent, but I am in due season. And I've gotten his return here and there through my journey in music. But my ultimate return, I feel I haven't received that yet. But I'm not discouraged. I keep, I'm confident in my ability to make music and I keep going. And I will continue to keep going. But he has blessed me in return. I've been on stage at Hope. I've been at Wells Fargo. So my your dreams, and this is going back to the motivational, your dreams, you have to continue to pray, continue to, to build on them, continue to believe, continue to have an attitude of expectancy that you expect that it will happen. Okay? Soon as we lose sight of all this, we open up the door for the devil. We open up the door for wickedness. We open up the door to, get, to have be discouraged and like, man, forget this and, and start planting these bad seeds and bad things will start to happen. I know, I've, I've experienced it. And I'm gonna tell you what, the last five years of my life, living in this kingdom, truly living in his kingdom. And if you look at my timeline on, on, on social media, you can see the change and it's been consistent. My life has changed greatly. His miracle, you, you, God's always passing miracles out. They're either going to pass you or they're going to hit you. And guess what? I'm standing right in front of him, taking him, taking him. Boom, 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 boom. So much has happened to me that I'm grateful for that I have to teach people and, sh and share this. Okay? Now, I'm going to end with this. Pray all the time. I'm going to challenge everybody for a year. Practice due season for a year. Get up in the morning, pray. Pray in the middle of the day. Pray before you go to bed. Okay? Go to church. You Go to church. It's, 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 it's a, a refresher. It, it rejuvenates you. It gets you ready for the week. It's like, you know, we have to be recharged. We're human. We can't walk around like that. Church lifts you up. I used to always sit in the back of the church. I used to like going to big churches because I used to be able to hide and be able to go. And, and I was going, but I'd be able to go. And, but I wasn't like, I was afraid to raise my hands. I was like, you know, oh, you know, I'm too cool for that. No. Now you see my wife makes fun of me all the time because sometimes she'll just look over. And I'm just like crying. Just crying. Because I've been, I'm, I've opened myself up. That's why I'm doing these motivations. I'm opening myself up to you. Okay. Go to church. 
re rejuvenate yourself. And I promise you, in a year, you you text me, you message me. If 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 your life hasn't changed, then we can sit and talk. But I don't even have to worry about that because I know your life will change. Because I know once you give your life to Jesus and you open up the kingdom to your to yourself, because it's already here inside you, things will change. I'm gonna end with this. This COVID-19 stuff is not Jesus. It's not God. Okay? It's not God. All right? And and I know a lot of people think, you know, well, if there was a God, why why do bad things happen? Bad things happen because we're living on on a in a, in a broken world, okay? A fallen world. Okay? That's why we have to live in heaven on earth. Okay? Now listen to this, and I'm going to prove it to you here. Hebrews 11:35 through 38. All right? I'm not going to read the actual scripture. I'm going to re read the how it breaks down, you know. So, look, the fact that others in the past have tortured, were tortured like, you know, slavery, Holocaust, or however, you know, and, and just in history, humans, we've been tortured and suffered in various other ways indicates that faith does not provide an automatic exemption from hardships, trials, or tragedy. Boom, right there. We're going to have these. We can't just think, oh, we believe and, and everything is going to be all good all the time. Heck no, Christians, we, we go through it. We going to go through it. But it's the faith, having the faith that gets us through it. And I'm going to continue. Furthermore, the experience of such difficulties does not mean that people undergoing these hardships, these trials, these tragedies, okay, possess less faith than those who are not afflicted by it, okay? Okay, just because A person is going through some hardship and B person is not, doesn't mean that they have less faith and this person who doesn't, isn't going through it has more because this person could be going through something, this person not, okay? So faith is not an automatic, like everything's gonna be good, but this is what it does do. The same faith that enables some to escape trouble, okay? enables the others others to endure it so i may escape some trouble because of my faith but if i go through some trials i also have to have the same faith to get me through that trial mind-blowing the same faith that delivers some from death enables other to, to to die victoriously when i pass when i go i'm gonna be cool i'm gonna be good you know what i mean and that's what it is because I know where I'm going. I know I have faith. I know what my purpose is here on this earth. Faith is not, I posted this today. Faith is not a bridge over troubled waters, but is a path through them. It's not a bridge. And it's just like, oh man, no, you're going to go through it, but you got to have the faith because if you, if you believe in, in Jesus Christ rose from the dead, Okay, in that tomb, if you believe that, then you have to ha you have to believe it. You believe that. So you have to have faith every day because you believe that. And as soon as you stop having faith, then you might as well stop believing in God. So you have to believe. Discerning the path and the source of any hardships encountered requires aggressive prayer and worship. Okay. Through these means, God's, God's perspective becomes focused. So the COVID-19, this is what it's talking about. It requires aggressive prayer and focus. 
okay? And we will beat this, all right? We will beat this. We just have to have faith. It was, it was, these, these pan pandemics come and this is our time, okay? And we're going to lose some, all right? But we're going to beat this, okay? Now, to end with this. The writer, that's what it says, the writer, does not suggest that God is responsible for the sufferings, COVID-19, also not responsible for the hostile sinners, the hostile, excuse me, hostility that the sinners bring on to them. So he's not responsible for sinners, Christians, non-believers, believers. You still sin. When I sin, he's not responsible for that. That's me living in the flesh. He's not responsible for that, but he does indicate, the writer indicates that God uses even the adverse circumstances as instruments to accomplish his purpose. Guess what? This circumstance right now with COVID-19, guess what everybody's doing? Praying. Guess what everybody's doing? Coming together with their family, spending more time. I'm outside today with my family and all my neighbors outside with their families. I'm just thinking like, man, this is heaven on earth. This is a blessing in disguise. We just chilling right now. We're relaxing. Ain't nobody really working that much. And I'm grateful for this time. And I know with my faith, I might take a couple hits financially. But guess what? I've had them in the past, but my faith has always got me through because I've lived in the kingdom and God will always get us through. Okay. God will always get us through. So, that right there shows you that this is not God's responsibility, but he will use these bad circumstances. He will use instruments to make his perspective, to do his purpose, to accomplish everything that he wants to accomplish. And right now, we're his instruments through this COVID-19. Like, like, literally, like, we're passing this around to each other. So, we have to stay in the house using us as instruments to make this calm down. Also putting it back into life perspective, what's really important in life, which is our families, our loved ones, okay? Our faith, prayer, hit our relationship with him. Due season, stay grounded, stay focused, don't be discouraged, keep giving to his kingdom, he will give to you in return. It's not going to be on your time. It's going to be on his time. Okay. But he is always on time and always there when you call. This is 5 a.m. Motivation, Brian Clark Music, sponsored today by 5 a.m. Motivation. I love you guys. Stay blessed. Be easy. We will get through this COVID-19. Thank you for listening. Please share this video. We are on it. Stay motivated, guys. We are here on this earth. One life to live. Let's go.